Okay, good morning. Good and fittle, everyone. Okay. Fittle. Fittle? Yeah, that's the word they use. That's good send-off. Okay. So we are going to go back. We're going to go back to 101 Amun Beis at the Gemara. Ha'itmar. We learnt. Omer lechaveiro. Somebody says to his buddy, "Chayavani lach mana. I owe you a hundred dollars. I owe you a mana." And so the question here is, um, is that binding or not? I owe you a hundred dollars. Does that mean the guy can go to court and uh, pull the money from me? Rabbi Yochanan says, "Chayav, you you obligated yourself." Reish Lakish says, "No." Potter, you can't enforce that. So, hey, Kidami, what's the case? If you had witnesses there uh, and they witnessed it, my time in Rachel Kapachi, what's the problem? If there were no witnesses who said that, my time in Yochan and why did he say you're obligated? So, the more it says, really, you didn't have witnesses. And what is the case to Omar I gave it to you in writing. I gave you an IOU amana. But it wasn't signed. The question is, is there a value to something written without a signature? Rabbi Yochanan says, Chayev, Alime Milsa Dishtar. When you put something in writing in a document, Kamanda Omarlam Atemedaidam. It's as if you said that's it. It's testified. It's solid. My, my handwriting. No, it's not enough just to put it into writing. It's got to be more than that. So that seems to be the question here. Do you need more than the... Um, let's see the Rashi. Rashi, Haki uh, Garcinin. It's about ten lines up. Uh, Really, you didn't ask anybody to testify. There's no witnesses to this transaction. You put it in writing. It's, uh, you handed to him a document. I owe you $100. And nobody disputes that it's your handwriting. But it wasn't signed. It wasn't signed. So that is the question, is putting something in writing without signing it, is that like there's no Kenyan? Is that something that's not enforceable? Well, well, don't we say that you don't need Adam on the star as long as you have the Adam that witnessed what was happening, the Adam Masira? Uh, but we didn't say Atam Edai. You didn't... Right, right. We saw, you know, if it was just the star here and nothing else, I understand mm-hmm. the, the, the difficulties because... You might say, oh, I was going to borrow $100 from you, but I never borrowed it, and because the star is not finished, there's no aid anymore. Well, who said anything about borrowing? He says you're about five. Because I said I owe you. Right, that doesn't mean I borrowed. That just means I owe you. I owe you $100. Okay, but... but There is a difference. If you borrow, you have to give back. Okay. That, That we're not disputing. If somebody borrows, maybe, but can I obligate myself to pay you by saying... Here, here's I, 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 but if all there is, let me finish. If all there is is the star, so you know, without Adam, so you don't know. Maybe it wasn't a finished thing. Maybe, maybe you had, maybe you had in mind to give him, and then you changed your mind. But here he says, "I owe you." What about what he says? Doesn't that count for anything? He's obligating himself right then, even if there's no star. 
maybe he's obligated, but his question is, is it something that you can bring to court and, uh, uh, and, uh, and, and have the court take it away from him based on that document? Not more than a document. I'm Maida. So, um, there's a whole is, there a, is there an Amira with this also? Or is it just a piece of paper that's articulating this? Um, let's, let's look at Tosis. Maybe it's, let, let's look at Tosis. Yeah. Um, right. So I, I will say there is a big discussion about this Gemara in there, but let's look at Tosis. Um, he's admitting it. He's not saying, I told you, I owe you, and I signed on it. Then this can be collectible. It, it's no question that you may obligate yourself to do what you want, but the question is, is it collectible? Can I go to your land and say, look, you wrote, I owe you. Um, or it's not signed, it's not sealed. So that was the question. So now the Moro wants to see if we can prove uh, the um, this from our our Mishnah. Who's, again, we're not borrowing money here. He's just saying, "I owe you. I'm obligating myself." Can the other person take that document to court and collect? Is it an issue of the karka? In other words, maybe like by by. In this case, he's just saying, I owe. Mm-hmm. But as, as we were just mentioning, or just asking, if it's a, if it's a loan, right? It's mm-hmm. a loan. Is a loan with a mirror, with a star, with witnesses, with whatever. Is that collectible in Karka? In other words, when we have this... I believe so. This, if there's a date or there's a... Uh, I don't see why not. I'm just wondering, because yeah. it, it mm-hmm. sounds like Rebbe was just saying... I.O. does not allow collectability in Karka. And so maybe it's just a matter of Karka. But to go to a basin, I'm... I'm you know, well, basin isn't going to seize... Met- I, don't, I don't believe they seize Metalthalin either. I don't, I don't know that they take his bank account. I don't know that they would garnish a bank account. I don't know that basin's in that business. But, uh, but, uh, but our, our real question is, what makes the document enforceable? Is it the signatures, or is it the fact that we, uh, we, we know he handed this to the person? It's his handwriting that he said, does that make it enforceable? Or, or is it the signatures, or is it the Kenyan? Those are three things we're throwing out there. In other words, if he, if he takes the hanky and says, I owe, that's a Kenyan. If he signed, it's signed by witnesses, then it's witnessed. Here, we have neither. We don't have the Kenyan, we don't have the signatures. He just says... I owe, I, 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 um, I owe my, I owe you. Is that, is that is the question? That is, that's how I understood the question. Then why does the Gemara introduce it with the Omer Lechaver of Chayavani Lechomana? How about the guy who shows up with the star and says, see, you said, it says in the star that you obligated me, and the guy didn't say anything. Why does it have to, why does he have to say something? What does that add to the case? I'm telling you, it's more complicated. In other words, it's, it's a, it's a whole um, let's wait for the Gemara. Let's wait for the Gemara. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we're going to see, right, that this word saying means in the star, but let's wait for the Gemara. Okay. So um, that's our question, though. Again, there's such a thing as a Kenyan, and there's such a thing as having something witnessed. It's witnessed two ways. Either you say, you are my witnesses, or your witnesses sign it. 
In this case, you have neither. You just have a, a document in his handwriting saying, I owe, and we're not disputing that he wrote the document. So the question is, is that collectible? So the Gemara says, uh, two lines from the bottom, Tanan. Namor wants to prove this. Hanosis, Isha, and, and wants to prove from the negotiations when a person gets married. And those negotiations, both sides obligate themselves in various things. And the question is, what makes those things binding? So, Hanosis, Isha Poski, we said, what if one side, the other side says, I'm willing to marry you, but I got this daughter from a previous marriage, and I want you to agree that uh, come what may, she will be fed from you. So, uh, he's obligated. My love, isn't that case, that there's no witnesses or anything, and still it's good. Lot uh, Rashi, my love, kihai gafna, my edishleisho laachras man bedavazel. Who's what kind of testimony? Lavisha mosulo shtar bifnei edim shekosav aploni kibolav kach ve'ain shem lo kinyan v'lo chasima diav eshtar chosam yada mylame. If it had it, it was it was signed, okay. But this is just simply at the tanoim. He says, okay, I agree to pay. You know, give your daughter five years, and uh, there's no witnesses and there's no. Signing, so that's the question. So we see from here that that's enough. So the Gemara said, no, no proof. Bishtari Pesikta, that at the Tanoim there's something called a document of Pesikta, and that is, that is signed, and so therefore there's no proof. Rashi, lo Bishtari Pesikta, and now we find out all these obligations that we're talking about at the, that are made at the signing of the Ksuva, those are signed, and actually you go to a Hasna, they do sign the Tanoim. Uh, they agree with two witnesses. That's a, it's one hundred percent. Why is this obvious? Then he wants to say that even though they didn't shake on it, he says you don't need the kinyan. I remember when Ravelsky was here for Tanoim. I think it was the Resnik Hasna. He insisted that they do the Kenyan, you know, like the, he was, you know, at the Tanoim, you know, like the, he had the, the signing and the Kenyan, and he's saying that you see over here, you don't need a Kenyan. Uh, but uh, what's interesting, if you've ever been when they sell chametz, they want to make sure it's good, you do both. You get the signing, and you get the Kenyan, and you do, you try to make sure that it's good according to everybody. You have all the, all the things that will make sure that it's a valid, uh, a valid thing. So where do you see this kid? Reb Gido, Dom Reb Gido, Marab, Kamatan, Nisan, Lebin. How much are you going to give uh, your son, and how much are you going to give your daughter? You're going to in a, today. It's like you got to do the furniture. You're going to give a car. You're going to give this. What are you going to give the down blankets? Right. So Kafaka, Amdu Bekitshu, and then they get up and they agree and they break the plate and they make kedushin kanu. Hein hein dvor, Amira. Those things are done by Mir. Tashma. The more wants to uh, getting back to the drawing board. We can't prove anything from. Uh, the wedding things, because those have a real signing. We want to know if it w- doesn't have a real signing by witnesses, is it valid? We just have to wait. We have okay. to wait. That's yeah. fine. Uh, okay. It sounds like it sounds like they just uh, they're saying, but we're saying that it was Shtarib Sikta. Yeah, that's the... Uh, okay. Tashma, Kosovo Kohen. Let's say you run into a Kohen and you have a firstborn child. And you say, okay, I, I, you write him a check that I'm going to owe you, I owe you five, 
silver coins, chamesh line. So chayv litein or chamesh line. You got to pay him, but guess what? Ubano ain't party. You can't. Uh, the son isn't redeemed. So uh, what do you see? That just writing a person, I owe you. That's not an IOU. Is is not the same as giving the money. You can't give a coin a check. So Morris said, Shani Hustin Mishumele Midaraisa. He said, That's different. That's a Torah obligation. So then, why did you write him anything? Today, Levaro Lo Kohen. Because you could have given it to any Kohen, so you wanted to show which Kohen you picked. But why isn't that enough? Really, when you pay up, it should be enough. But, my time almost, so well, then why isn't it enough? Gezeira. They made the check. Uh, in other words, normally when you a coin, let's say they instead of giving the coin five silver coins, he gives them a check, and the check says the bank will pay you the coins. So it should be as soon as the bank clears the check, the kid should be redeemed. But it's a rabbinic decree that it won't work. Because people might think that you can do pigeon abed with uh, with documents. So really, it should work in this case once the bank clears. Once you do get. He's going to have to pay twice over here, really. That's what's going to happen. He's going to have to pay once the pigeon event and then a second time. Okay. But really, it's not because the first time isn't good. It's because uh, of a rabbinic decree. Okay. Omarava Kitanoi. This issue about the validity of a document is really an, earl- an earlier debate. Um, the... Um, by the way, what uh, what would you give the Kohen? What does it mean you'll give him a document? Let's do that, Rashi. Let's say somebody owes you money, and he figures, I don't want to bother collecting it. I'll give it to the Kohen, and he can collect it. <laughs> I'll save uh, this way. He can be the bad guy, and he can, he can squeeze the, uh, the coins off somebody. I'll kill two birds with one stone. So, what's the difference? You're not supposed to do it that way. Okay. This is really an early argument. Somebody signs a document, and the, the lender is worried that he'll never see his money. So what he does is he asks the borrower, get somebody else to be a guarantor. So after, normally you get a guarantor before you make the loan. Over here, the borrower got the guarantor afterwards. So after the document was completed, they got an Oreb to sign on it. You can collect from that guarantor. He said you can collect. He said no. You can't collect from anything. What's the problem? Uh, somebody is... Um, uh, in those days when somebody owed you money, you put your hands around his neck and you started to squeeze and you said, um, good morning, you said, I want you to pay... Uh, he gave him the shakedown. <laughs> the shakedown. And that worked. And generally speaking, the guy would, uh, would uh, pull out his wallet and pay back. So you find that he's squeezing your fellow man and he doesn't have any money to pay him and he's slowly getting very pale. And you say, you know, maybe you should let him go, you know, don't kill the guy. So he says, I'll give you. So and then uh, now that now they want to go to the guy that said put him down I'll give you. So the question is, uh, can you go to that person who said I'll pay you? So he says that's really not binding. Potter show almanosa havel that uh, that was really just said to get him out of that. You know you're just trying to save your buddy. 
yeah, that wasn't that wasn't in good faith. So the question is, he said he'll pay. So lame Rabbi Yochan, Domer Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Shmuel, Domer Kabetnanis. Isn't that the same argument when you say you'll pay whether it's good? So um, so Aliba the Benanas, you're right. According to Benanas, everybody doesn't argue. Uh, the Benanas would say. Um, uh, it's not binding, yeah. Because it came out, it was after the loan, and you were just said, I'll leave him alone, that this, this statement is not binding. The debate, as we turn the page, we're on 102b, Libe de Rebbe Shmo and Rebbe Shmo. Rebbe Yochan said, like Rebbe Shmo, that it's binding. Over there, it's not a real uh, obligation. It, it's not lenable. Um, if a person just says, I owe money, so that's not a Torah. O- over there, the guy really did owe money. So maybe there is a Shebud. But over here, he's just trying to say that that case is different uh, than our case. Uh, so we didn't succeed in proving that it's the exact same argument as, as our argument. Gufa. Let's look at a different, uh, something we mentioned earlier about how parents obligate themselves at the time of uh, their kids get married. How much will you give your son? I'll give this much. How much will you give your daughter? And again, we're not talking about the wedding, although there are, there are debates about the wedding. It's like the, they would give them a house or an apartment or they would, give, they would furnish the apartment. And how much is each side willing to give? So Amdu Vikichu, they get up and they propose. So those are things that they're buying themselves just because they said they'll do it. Omar Rabba, Mistabra Milsa de Rav. Now the question here is uh, words alone don't normally bind you. This saying you you will do it doesn't normally mean it's collectible. So what makes it collectible? So he said probably in a case Bibito Nara where the daughter is a minor and the father is getting the money. The Kamati Hanaliado. So he wants, he's going to be given the Kesav Kedushin. So as he's given it, that binds him for whatever he's going to give the daughter. Abu Bogeris, but where he's marrying a daughter who's older, the low Mati where the dad doesn't get anything out of the deal. So that's not binding. And he says, He says, even if she's an older daughter where the father isn't getting Kasuf Kedushin, he's also binding himself. Because if you're not going to say that, What does the, the, the Chassan side get? In other words, if the Kala's side gets the ring, but what does the Chassan get? What's the Chassan's father get? And it's still binding. So what makes it binding? The Hana is that they get mechutanim. The hano that the, the marriage becomes by everybody wants to marry off their kids. Well, we're, we're trying to say something like this. A guy says, I'll do this. That doesn't bind him that, to the point where you can collect that from him. He, there has to be a Kenyan. And so we're saying what makes the Kenyan is when he gets something, then he gives something. So what hano does he get? It's, it's, it's all one-handed. <laughs> you want to, you know, you pay for this, you pay for that, you got to do the van, you got to do the whiskey, you got to pay for this. What do you get? Nothing tangible. <laughs> so, uh, so we're saying that you get the hana, the mechasni hadari, that you, the two sides become mechutanim. That's, that's the hana that you're getting. 
Is that always a good thing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't know what these are. Yeah. Well, yeah. make that daddy. Um, yeah. Just the, the idea that I mean, we know about Kenyan Mushima, we know about Kenyan Hasba, we know we know about different Kenyanis. It, it, there has to be that each side is getting something. In other words, when you get something, then you you're makna. Then you then you 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 obligate yourself when you get something. The fact that the wedding that they they the daughter became a kala that they they became the son got engaged. That's that obligates them. Uh, was this in writing or was this not in writing? Olo nitnukasev. Amrle lo nitnukasev. It's not written. This is this is just Dvorim Bamira. Sumer says, Eispe, I'm picking an ayukasev. Didn't we say the smart ones, when they committed to do the daughter, they just say when the daughter's with them, Kosven amenash ozes bita chameshonim. Kosman shatima in my Kosven. What does it mean? They write it. It means omrim. It means they said it. The korele lamira ksiva. Do you call the word saying writing? Yeah, yeah. That's true. It's not a kosovo ishto dinvid vorim, ainli benexecha, but tanriakia, ha omerli ishto. That word, even though we said the word write it, we meant to say it. So it, it comes out now, all of a sudden, we're not real clear about what's actually taking place. This uh, word of writing <laughs> in Gemara is very versatile. Is that the word I'm looking for? Correct. Because that's right. you know, the word kose meant give and write. You know what I'm saying? Right. You have that in Gittin. Okay. Right. Write and give. It's now it means say very, right. Very say very right and give. It's like, <laughs> that's right. It's very. It means everything. Uh, you wrote it. You know, you, you said it at that time and then you obligated yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Well, the get the get has to be written. The divorce has to be um, that we debate over there if they forgot to say write the divorce. But over here, we want to know did they write the stars? So Tashma, the Gemara is not satisfied. We want a proof. Um, again, our, our real question is if somebody says, I, you know, I, I owe you, or I'll pay you, or I'll do this, can you go to court with that, or do you need to have it in writing? And what if they gave it to you in writing, but they didn't sign it? Is that also collectible? That's the question. Now, in theory, I, I, a person should do what he commits to, but he, he's unlimited in that. He has his, as long as he's alive, he could do that. You can't collect it from him. But if, once you have it in writing and signed, so then it takes on a certain legal obligation. And that's really our question. So, Tashma. Ain't kosen shvari we did, they didn't write a formal uh, engagement contract. That, uh, we only write it unless... This is a different thing. Uh, we typically get married with a ring. But you don't have to get married with a ring. There's a way to write a document that you can propose with. Right? You could get married. Kesev Shtar Kedusha, the Shtar. So uh, when you write this document, um, he says that the woman has to agree that it be written. In other words, uh, we're investing in this piece of paper the ability to make the marriage. So she has to know what that paper says. You can't just hand a woman a paper that says, will you marry me? You know, uh, I'm proposing to marry you. This view is you can only write that if they both agree. Uh, but if they both agreed, it could be written. My love, shari psikta. You see that you, uh, they, um, uh, you could write it... Uh, these documents, uh, 
uh, and they'd be binding even though they're not necessarily witnessed. So the Gemara said, no, Shtari Eris and Mamish. This is actually what they get engaged with. Kid Repapa, like Repapa said. What if you wrote it for her, but you didn't ask? It works. If you propose to a woman with a document that was written, uh, you know, that I marry you with this document, but you didn't ask her permission, it won't work. So, Tashma. So, uh, the bottom line is we didn't have a proof. We thought it was the document that obligates you to give things. And we said, no, we're talking there about the, the document that makes the marriage itself. And so it's no proof. Um, there is a Rashi. Let's do the Rashi. Lonitin um, These things aren't written. These things, you can't, um, you can't take away their property because they give in the lek lo If you don't make a Kenyan, that doesn't create a, a lien. It doesn't mean it's lienable on the property. I, I guess the question would be over here, um, if you didn't make a Kenyan, but you, you put in writing that you'll do it, uh, and then meanwhile you sold your property to someone else, can we go to that property and say, look, this person put in writing, but he didn't make a Kenyan. So it's, it's not lienable. So, Tashma, let's try again. Uh, uh, if he died, uh, but let's say a guy gets married and he has daughters um, and she has daughters and uh, now he died and before we, if you remember the primary uh, obligation on the estate is to feed the girls that comes even before the orphans get the estate so now there's both sets of girls his girls and the girls that he agreed to take care of from his wife so Benosehem, his girls they They can only collect from land that's not encumbered. If he left any land, his daughters can be uh, provided for from that land. He and his stepdaughter, she can go to land that's lienable because because he obligated himself for that. The stepdaughter actually comes before his daughters. So what do you see? You see that when he wrote the stepdaughter, that IOU was fully binding, even though it wasn't signed. The Morris said maybe... The fact that somebody has to care for his own children, that's not binding? He didn't leave over any property. No, what I'm saying is, in other words, if I have children and I'm obligated to support my, my daughters, I'm obligated, that's an obligation. Right, so that doesn't prevent somebody does from not, buying property. If somebody buys property and gives you a, per, a person money, uh, the fact that he has to provide his kids doesn't mean you can take away the property. I don't think so. What's the difference between the two obligations? When you put it in writing, it's lienable. It creates a right, lien. So, so I'll, I'll tell you what the difference is. When, when, when you do business with somebody, you do a, a, a document check. Does this guy have any documents out there? And, and if I buy property from him, I know that the creditors to those documents might come to me. The fact that he has kids that he's supposed to feed, that isn't going to come to me as a buyer. It has to be some kind of document that was mishab, that he was mishabed himself. So he was mishabed himself to his stepdaughter. So our our proof is that the sheba that he wrote to the stepdaughter, even though it wasn't signed, it's good. So Morris said, no, no proof. They shook on it. They made a kenyan. So again, we our debate was if there was no kenyan now, but uh, they they made a kenyan at the at that time. The Morris says the benos nami mishikanu. So. 
he made a Kenyan with his uh, probably a suitor, yeah. So then the Morris says, well, then maybe it, it didn't say he made a Kenyan, so why don't we say that he made a Kenyan? Uh, really, Rabbi Cohen's question. Maybe he, he obligated himself for his daughters. Well, I'm saying, it, it's not in the Ksuba that he has to support the kids? I mean, that's not there. <laughs> I'm saying, that's yeah. not already... They didn't have the kids yet. yet. They didn't have them yet. Where is it? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so the Morris says, <laughs> He said, no, no, he didn't write one for his daughters. So my Piscop. So he says, Ihi, she, the, uh, the stepdaughter, the Bishas Kenyan, Mahani Le Kenyan, she was there. She, she was at that writing, you know, who's going to take care of me? But no, the daughters weren't there. So Morris said, maybe they were. Maybe they were at, this, uh, at their daughter, father's remarriage also. He like going to Girsha. Maybe the case was uh, where he divorced the wife, Hadre, and he took her back. Um, and uh, maybe the daughters were there. Some more said, "Ali, the lesser, but tonight based in Mahani Le Kenyan." He says the um, uh, the um, uh, she uh, is not included in the Kenyan. But knows the daughters, the Ista but based in they. There was a condition in based in that the daughters be supported. Lo Mahani Lu Kenyan. We're trying to say uh, again. The 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 question here is. There's two daughters, the stepdaughter and the real daughters. And we're trying to say, well, maybe they weren't there. And the worst thing, well, how do you know? Maybe they were there when, when he committed himself. If he's committing to taking care of daughters, Rabbi Cohen was asking daughters that weren't born yet. But here we're talking about even if the daughters were born, shouldn't he have committed himself to his estate to satisfy the daughters? Uh, isn't that an obligation? So Gamora is saying, well, that's a tonight based in. So Gamora says... Migragara, does that make it worse that it's in Tanai Beisdin that the daughters come first? El Benosev, Haimitai, Kibin, Ista, Tanai Beisdin. Actually, I'll tell you why it's worse. Since the Beisdin obligates him to support his daughters, we're afraid that they're going to take cash. And so, uh, whereas the stepdaughter it doesn't going to have access to the cash. So the stepdaughter will automatically be provided for. The daughters, we suspect that they were able to pick up cash to get, uh, to get uh, maintenance from. So, uh, so therefore, it's not lean. We, we can make the argument that when he remarries his wife, he's obligated to support his daughters, not because they're his daughters, because they're her daughters. <laughs> it's just like he was a, he was a new wife. Right. It's like, okay, oh, you have daughters? Oh, okay, they didn't write well, that. Support them. You right. Them. They didn't right. write it. That's right. So they didn't put it in the... They didn't put it in the so actually, they end up losing out because of... The fact that, that they, had, they, they had access they, to daddy's they money. They different status because they're also Yorshin. Right, that's yeah. right, that's right. His Yorshin. Right. So it comes out, it's, it's quite complicated when a person obligates themselves and when we're, uh, we assume that they maybe are taken care of. So uh, then we said... Yeah. So uh, then we said, Lo Yomer Harishon... Um, uh, Let's see. The question was here. Now we go back to the final case of the Mishnah, where um, he he agreed to support the uh, the stepdaughter, and then he gets divorced from the second wife, and she remarries, and she gets another husband to support the stepdaughter. And so the question is, do they both have to support her? I mean, the the, the argument would be she can only eat enough for one. So why should they? Maybe they should be able to split it. Or maybe only one, whoever she decides to go to. Why should they both have to feed her? So, Omer, so we said the first one can't say, I'm, if she, let her come pick it up. 
we see from here that the daughter goes where the mother goes. In other words, if the mother remarries, she's going to eat, take her meals with the second husband. Even though for a short amount of time she was with husband number one, we assume daughters go with wherever their mother goes, that's where the daughter goes. How do you see, the more, how do you know that we're talking about an older daughter? Dilma Bektana, maybe it's only a younger daughter. And why is that? The Gemara said that you can't entrust stepchildren, uh, especially with ex-husbands, uh, per se, or with heirs. Because uh, of the famous story that happened, the Tanya, Mishames. It once happened that a guy died, so, and he left one, uh, he had kids from a previous uh, marriage, and he had a new marriage, and he had one child. And they were supposed to split, they were all legitimate sons, they were supposed to split the estate. So uh, the Yorshe'av, they said, you know what? Let him grow, he's our half-brother. Let him stay with us. Let him, let him uh, we'll take care of him. The Imo Ameris and the mother said, no, no, uh, I want to take care of my son. So who gets the child? So we always say, let it, even if the mother is mother's going to remarry. What claim but, do the what what leg do they have to stand on? They're saying, well, he, um, I mean, how old are these guys? These other brothers? Like what? They, they're older already. They're saying we'll take care of him. He's our half brother. So we always leave with the, the the mother. We trust the mother, and we don't trust the stepbrother. Maybe they also Yosho, because uh, they are going to inherit the estate, and they're going to have to share it with him. Umaisahayu, there once was a case, vishaktu, uh, um, and they shakted the, um, the, the half brother. Uh, he didn't last very long. That's right. In other words, uh, he was uh, competing with them to be the heir, and they said, oh, we'll take care of him, and they did take care of him, <laughs> but not in the way they imagined. Uh, so basically, we don't, we don't trust. Heirs, unfortunately, when money comes in between people, money does strange things to people. It's really, um, people have to know this, you know, like they, they don't imagine it really works that way, but uh, it, it, money destroys families, it destroys relationships, it's just money, but it works that way. It creates very f strange narratives. And so this uh, brother, this half-brother that's a, a potential heir that could take the estate away from them, they managed uh, to... Uh, I'm not sure if they just uh, didn't take care of him and he died, or says they actually shechted him, which is like the strong. Are the, are the next letters Erev Rosh Hashanah, or am I reading this wrong? Um, Erev, he says Erev Harishon. Oh, the first day. Erev Harishon. Yeah, on the left side, he has Erev Harishon. Uh, it means like the, they they didn't even wait a day. They didn't even wait a day. That's right. He he oh, said, I "Oh, was, I thought it was Erev Rosh Hashanah." Yeah. <laughs> so in Cain. Yeah. Do you know? Is there anybody who who says that this is actually? I don't know. I, I didn't see. So Marcin came, listen to them. Well, that wasn't in a fight over an estate. Yeah, that was a, Were they fighting over money with their brothers? They were fighting over rule. Okay, that's, all right. Yeah, that's, so, uh, so the Mora said, Im came, listen to Malcolm Shehi. So why doesn't it mention where the mother is? Even a young girl, a big girl, the girls always want to go with their mother. That's, that's, that's what the Mora says. Okay, we will stop here. Piscatova, everybody, a good yontif, and uh, all the best.